Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie-related news, including movies premiering this week, box office numbers, DVD Blu-ray streaming releases, and any noteworthy developments in the movie world. It's January 5th, 2018. I'm Michael, and with me is Shannon. Hello. So how did Star Wars do in last week's box office? It did not even make the top ten. What? Just kidding. Star Wars The Last Jedi was number one again with $52.5 million for a total gross of $500 million, and that's in its third week. So doing pretty well. I don't think they're going to strike it from existence. <laughs> no. I heard they actually just like passed the mark of what they paid for Lucasfilm or something. But um Yeah, I heard not that that I think I heard that too. Anything like what they've what other money they've put into it into consideration, but yeah, they've made a lot of money for sure. But I think that's just from films, right? I mean, probably yeah. not including anything like merchandise or mm-hmm. anything like that. So they make a ton on too. I can't imagine yeah they're not making their money back in much, much more. That's fine. I mean, they, they've been making good movies, so... Jumanji stayed in second place with $50 million. Wow. It must have been a big weekend just to go to the movies. Yeah. I mean, this was New Year's weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So, in third place, Pitch Perfect 3D. I don't think that's the name. With almost $17 million for a total gross of $63 million. And that's in its second week. Yep. The Greatest Showman is in fourth place with $15 million. It's a total of $49 million. They had a budget of 84 so not looking too great yet. Nope. Oh, but it's only in its second week. Ferdinand was in fifth place with $11 million for a total of $53 million and on a budget of $111 million. That's mm-hmm. the one that... Is really a disappointment. Yeah. And that's its third week. I mean, it'll probably make its money eventually, but uh, yeah, that's got to be a pretty big disappointment. So are there any movies opening in theaters this week? Yeah, Molly's Game Goes Wide. This is the movie we mentioned last week, which is the true story of Molly Bloom, an Olympic-class skier who ran the world's most exclusive high-stakes poker game and became an FBI target. This is Aaron Sorkin's directorial debut. It's looking pretty good. 81% tomato meter. 166 reviews, 134 fresh, 32 rotten. Yeah, so that's still still pretty high. Um, I'll definitely see this. Yeah, me too. An out-limited release this week, a few movies, including Insidious, The Last Key. This is the fourth movie in the Insidious saga. In between, three Palestinian women attempt to balance faith and tradition with their modern lives while living in the heart of Tel Aviv. The Strange Ones, mysterious events surround two travelers as they make their way across a remote American landscape, and Django, about Jean Django Reinhardt, a brilliant and carefree artist who is regarded as one of the greatest musicians of the 20th century, and his flight from German-occupied Paris in 1943. That one sounds interesting. Yep. I would watch that. Also, in between is very high, tomato meter, 97%. Only 34 reviews, though, so. But yeah, that looks pretty good. I... I've never seen any of the Insidious movies, so I'm definitely not going to start now. All right. That's it.
Any news this week? Yeah. Slash Film reports the new Cloverfield sequel, tentatively titled God Particle, was set to hit theaters next month in February 2018, but now it looks like the next entry in the secretive Cloverfield franchise will be arriving in April 2018. So it got pushed back a couple months. Yeah, I didn't even know that they were doing a, another Cloverfield-related, sort of related movie. But it, it looks like this has been pushed back a number of times. It was supposed to come out, I think, in early 2017 and then in late 2017. Now it's getting pushed back again. It sounded like an interesting plot, but I, I don't know. All that getting pushed back doesn't seem like a good sign. No. And I hate this, I hate the Cloverfield uh, universe or whatever. These movies hardly have anything to do with each other. They're not written to be sequels and then they force it upon it. It seems like a cheap way to get more viewers. Like say it's it's a right. Cloverfield sequel so people will, that have wa- watched and liked the Cloverfield will go and see it. Yeah. Even though it really has nothing to do. They not, have nothing to do with each other. But 10 Cloverfield Lane was actually pretty good, right? Oh, I'm not saying that I didn't like the movies. Right, I, did. I mean, it's... I do. I don't like call, calling it a sequel or or whatever they're calling it. Loosely related. It's but not, not really. I don't at feel all. like it's even loosely related. This one, it said something like the plot was like um, people on a space shuttle or a satellite did something with a particle accelerator and the Earth disappeared. I mean, what? Can that possibly have to do with Cloverfield? Maybe the Earth disappeared and was replaced by the Cloverfield monster. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I I don't like the trying to connect them to each other. But I I have like the Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield Lane. I like that too. Um. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, also reported this week is that John Williams is set to write the theme for Han Solo in the Han Solo movie. Uh, He's not actually doing the score of the film. That is John Powell, who I'm not actually sure who that is. Uh, But John Powell is going to write the score, and then John Williams is saying that he's going to write the Han Solo theme for Han Solo himself, and then he'll present that to John and Ron Howard and if they like it then hopefully it'll be in the film so I mean that's that's interesting he had no involvement as far as I know in Rogue One he's only uh, done the scores for the eight main films and Mm -hmm. but now he'll be involved in this one so I don't know it looks like they're trying to pull out all the stops to make this a good movie even though I know there's doubt about it since those directors got fired and whatever. but And then replaced by a mediocre director. Oh, Ron Howard's <laughs> the best. But Han Solo doesn't actually have his own theme. Princess Leia has her own theme. Luke has his own theme. Obi-Wan has his own theme. But Han only has, like, part of his theme with the Han and Leia love, love theme. Oh. So, you know. Well, I... I now I kind of look forward to the movie of for no other reason than that to see what John Williams comes up with. Yeah, that'll be good, I'm sure. That's really cool. So The Wrap reported, for the first time since 1958, the top three highest grossing domestic releases have featured female leads. 
That's Star Wars The Last Jedi, Beauty and the Beast in second place, and Wonder Woman in third. 1958. That's, That's pretty amazing. impressive. Yeah. We've finally gotten back to the progressive 50s. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's not it's not that much to talk about, but I just thought that was worth mentioning. It's uh yeah. It's it, maybe it's getting better. Uh, according to the rap, Stephen Dorff has joined the cast of True Detective season three. Dorff will play Roland West, an Arkansas state investigator who gets caught up in a baffling crime for more than thirty years. Season three of True Detective will take place in the Ozark and tell the story of a macabre crime that plays out over three separate time periods. So, I did I did hear that True Detective season three had been announced and at some point there was uh doubt that that would ever happen right after season two people weren't sure if hbo would do another one because season two was not nearly as well received as the first one which everybody loved so i mean i I didn't even love the first one but it was definitely better than the second one so hopefully they have a good story i know Mm -hmm. part of the time that it took was that the uh, creator wanted to come up with a good story. He probably, I think he felt a little pressured for the second season. Yeah, I could see that. Well, I like Stephen Dorff. I haven't seen him in a while in anything either, so yeah, maybe watch at least the first one, see if it's any good. Yep. Slash Film reports the Superman prequel series Krypton will premiere on March 31st, 2018. Sci-fi's Krypton will take things back two generations into Superman's lineage. The new series focuses on past events set on the Man of Steel's doomed planet and follows Superman's grandfather, Seg L. Is that how you pronounce that? I don't know. I didn't... I I meant to look it up. I don't actually know if that's an established character or not. I don't think Hmm. I've ever heard that. I mean, I know Jor-El and obviously Superman's Kal-El. Uh-huh. I, it's probably based in something, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. I don't know. Do you have any interest in watching this? Well, I don't that much, but I know you like Superman a lot, so I thought you might. We could we could always, you know, see give it a couple episodes and see if it's any good. Yeah. I don't know how long it's been since I've watched something on sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, Battlestar Galactica was sci-fi, I, th- I assume. Oh, was it? They haven't been keeping up with how much the other cable uh, channels have like raised the bar in production value and you know good content i feel like they used to compete but i don't think they compete anymore really yeah i really don't know anything they've done in i don't know in years how long yeah who knows though they could always stumble upon something good according to the hollywood reporter game of thrones will not return in 2018 HBO issued a short release Thursday confirming that the remaining six episodes of the series will air in 2019. No specific date has been set yet. This isn't a big surprise. I've heard uh, rumors for a while that it wouldn't return this year, but I guess this is just confirmation of that fact. Oh, it's so long to wait. (laughs) Yeah, well... You start forgetting all the characters. It's like you'll have to watch the the whole thing. Well... Yeah, I know. It's easier no, to remember I... than when you've read the books, but when you haven't, it's pretty easy to forget when it's a whole year between seasons. Yeah. Well, that show has a lot. Meanwhile, of we're still waiting for The Winds of Winter 
from George R. R. Martin. That's oh, the, that the that's last the sixth. Book? No, it's not the last book. It's the sixth book. Oh. So there's still at least a seventh book after that. So you know, I'm kind of okay with the longer it takes. You know, I don't necessarily. Because you want to read the book first, aren't they? Gonna I do. I mean, are they going to? I don't. I don't know. I mean, they've definitely diverged, but I don't know how much they've diverged. I don't know if it's going to be too completely. I mean. The story's definitely not the same as the books would be. I mean, there's already several significant differences that I know of. Um, but are they going to end at the same place, more or less? I don't know. Maybe. So, we'll see. I mean, I'd, I would have rather read all the books first, but that's really not going to happen. Uh, the sixth book no, still hasn't not. been announced for sure. I mean... The last couple of years, there's always rumors that it might come out that year, but obviously it hasn't happened yet. So maybe this year, I check every couple of months, and it's like, nope, not coming out yet. Wow. So we'll see. Hmm. He's an old man, right? Uh, he might never come out. Uh, he's not that old. <laughs> well, you never know. And now let's take a sponsor break. Hey, do you want to be as cool as Parker Lewis can't lose? Yes. We'll get a swatch watch and synchronize swatches with Parker Lewis Can't Lose then. Parker Lewis Can't Lose, better than Ferris Bueller. Well, I don't know about that. So many movies came to streaming services because we passed the, not just the first of the month, the first of the year. On Netflix, 10,000 BC, Alpha Go, America's Sweethearts, Apollo 13, Batman, Batman and Robin, Batman Forever, Batman Returns, and Batman Begins, Breakfast at Tiffany's, the Bring It On Pentology, apparently there are five Bring It Ons. Caddyshack, Definitely Maybe, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, King Kong, All Four Lethal Weapons, Like Water for Chocolate, Love Actually, Marie Antoinette, Midnight in Paris, Monsters vs. Aliens, National Treasure, Stardust, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, All Three Godfathers, The Italian Job, The Lovely Bones, Shawshank Redemption, The Truman Show, Training Day, Troy, Wedding Crashers, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That's the one from the 70s? Yes. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Capitalism, A Love Story, The Men Who Stare at Goats. We never, saw, we never watched that, did we? The Men Who Stare at Goats? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh, there's a lot of good old movies in that list. I mean, pretty big gets, actually, I think. Like the Godfather movies and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. Yep. I mean, for me, it's like mostly I've seen them, but I eh, can always watch them again. Yeah. Um, in terms of originals, last week Black Mirror came out. Today, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee is jumping over from Crackle to Netflix with its new season. And also Rotten, which is a documentary about the food supply chain. Probably something you don't want to watch unless you... Are okay with giving up eating everything everything oh <laughs> or you have your own garden in which you get all your food i don't know looks scary on amazon reservoir dogs that's also on hulu love story boondock saints which is also on showtime yeah don't don't bother watching that uh hbo got all the harry potter movies so we'll probably be watching those with the kids soon yep how to train your dragon good movie 500 days of summer 
Back to the Future parts two and three, I didn't see one. So that's weird. weird. Yeah. The Time Traveler's Wife, Role Models, Hereafter, Wish I Was Here, The Box, Proof, Shop Girl, and Kindergarten Cop. On Stars, Gladiator, Saving Private Ryan, Grease, The Usual Suspects, Roman Holiday, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, oh, Clueless, <laughs> Overboard, Tommy Boy, Swingers. Hulu got The Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3, and The Next Karate Kid. Mm. Is that... That's the one with Hillary Swank. Yeah, I never saw it. I never saw it either, but I can't imagine it's. Uh, I I the really enjoy is still the same actor. Yeah, though, it's right? Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi. Still, I couldn't remember his name for a second. Oh, that reminds me. They're doing like, did we talk about that? They're doing some sort of Karate Kid show, but it sounds like it's maybe going to be like a comedy. It it sounded really interesting, and I I couldn't yeah. remember if I dreamed it or not. Because it sounded so strange, but I but you I need to didn't? I need to look that back up. No, I think I looked it up again after that and saw no, there was definitely some news about it. So that's something we're gonna have to keep an eye on. I really enjoyed the first Karate Kid. I can watch that all the time. And yeah, it was a good movie. I know the second one is considered the Empire Strikes Back in that trilogy, but I really like the first one the most. Yeah, I think I like the first one. But the second one's a a decent sequel, for sure. Spaceballs, A League of Their Own, Sunshine Cleaning, Brothers. I like that movie. It was depressing, but good. Grizzly Man. Brothers? Yeah. Oh, not Step Brothers. No. (laughs) No. Brothers. It's with um, Tobey Maguire and. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. uh, That's a different movie. Yeah. Grizzly Man, Paper Heart, Revolutionary Road. Zodiac, which also came to Amazon, Punch Drunk Love, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and all of the seasons of Lost that just left Netflix have arrived on Hulu. On Cinemax, The Dark Knight, The Blair Witch Project, The Fugitive, Fargo, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Watchmen, Speed, Ronin, Driving Miss Daisy, Whip It, Batman the Killing Joke, and Away We Go. Showtime got Certain Women, Con Air, Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. That's not all of them, though, is it? So there's Rocky Balboa, and then there's also Creed, which mm. is kind of a spinoff. It's almost all of them. Yeah, most of them. A Beautiful Mind, Vanilla Sky, Scream, The Mist, Zack and Mary Make a Porno, Charlie Wilson's War, Young Guns, The Straight Story, and Bowfinger. I liked the straight story. It's a sweet movie from David Lynch, which is weird because, you know, he usually makes really weird stuff, but the straight story is not. On FX, Minions, Grown Ups, Fantastic Four, the 2015 version, Night at the Museum, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Kick-Ass 2, Ice Age 4, A Continental Drift, Rocky Balboa, there you, there you go. go, This is the End. Rio, American Hustle, True Story, The Guilt Trip, X-Men, Days of Future Past, and Red Tails. Out on DVD and Blu-ray, American Made, Battle of the Sexes, Breathe, Brad Status, and the new Criterion Collection, The Breakfast Club. So last week we ran a poll 
on Twitter. What other movie would you most like to see current day Christopher Plummer digitally replace Kevin Spacey in? American Beauty, The Usual Suspects, Baby Driver, or Seven? And the results are in. I think the one I picked was like the lowest, right? Yeah. So American Beauty got 50%, Baby Driver 20%, The Usual Suspects 10%, and Seven got 20%. As usual, my pick is the lowest. What was your? Oh, The Usual Suspects. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think well, mine was the highest. Christopher Plummer right in there. He would have been a great Kaiser so say. What yeah. Did, what did you say? You said American Beauty, right? Yeah, I said American Beauty. Oh, come on. And it came in. That would just be weird 100%. and gross. And funny. <laughs> but I don't know about that. No, maybe not. But we only got 10 votes, so. Annette yeah. Benning from it's the 90s like... with Christopher Plummer from today. Right. That's no. Funny. No, it wouldn't. So it's not a huge amount of votes, you know. Oh, yeah, that's true. uh, Could have gone any number of ways. So it might have actually just been me. (laughs) It might have just been one vote. Very possibly. For the usual suspects. So this week we're going to run two different polls. What is the best Sorkin film so far? A Few Good Men, Social Network, Moneyball or Steve Jobs, and these are just movies that he wrote. The newest yeah. one, which he directed, nobody's really no, seen it. Nobody's yet. seen it yet, so can't include that. Um, and he's only really written a, a couple others, so you know he really hasn't written that many. But mo- they're mostly really good, so it's kind of hard to choose. Which one would you go for? Probably Social Network. Yeah, me too. Okay, so our other poll is. This was um, because of an article I read on Business Insider saying that a company had decided that uh, Apple might buy Netflix. Like there was at least a 40% chance that Apple is going to buy Netflix this year because they've got so much cash and whatnot. Yeah, I I think it's kind of far-fetched, but... It's interesting to think about. So the poll will be, what would you rather Apple buy? Um, and we picked three of the the options that this company had decided were, were likely, although they said that Netflix was the most likely. But um, out of these, what would you like Apple to buy most? Netflix, Disney, Hulu, or none of them? So go to our Twitter page and vote, and we will discuss the results next week. And our Twitter is Daily Show Pod. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.